Welcome back to the After Hours Podcast. I'm your host, Francisco. With my co-host today, we got Joey, and we're at Jake's Saloon and uh, Sports Pub. Andy, how are you doing today? Good, man. How about you guys? Doing great. Doing yeah. good. Got a beer now. So, I was yeah. going to say, nothing like a little cool refreshment to start the day off. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're pretty frequent customers, I would say. I know Joey dropped a couple grand over the summer here. So. Yeah, a l- little too much, but <laughs> it happens. No such thing. No such thing. <laughs> well, one of the reasons that we always come in is because every day, is, you know, we got some specials and, mm-hmm. you know, you always got the good deals. So, yeah. uh, what, what do you think is your most popular day and why? Popular day, uh, just for crowd-wise, probably Thursdays. Okay, I mean, Thursday. it's a nice deal, Thirsty Thursday, but, yeah. you know, we put on some good brands on there. You know what I mean? It's not just uh, some off stuff. It's Miller Lite Day, so good label, uh, you know, good distributors. They take care of us pretty good. We're always giving away a few things here and there for them. But, uh, yes, sir. yeah, I think Thursday has been, been really good here. And so. today is actually a Thursday. Yep. Well, yeah. we're perfect timing. Yeah. Yep. Perfect timing. And so. we're drinking a Miller. So. Yep. <laughs> Got a picture Cheers. in front of us. Right Dude. on. Yep. Doing pretty good right now. So we talked briefly before, you know, just remember the bar bullshitting, but uh, you said you used to work on Wall Street? Or? I did. I oh, did. Man. I graduated from Ohio State uh, back in 1983, so yeah, I'm old. Do the math. Uh, I got uh, got in my car about two weeks after graduation, moved out there. I had some family out there, so it, it helped me get going. Yeah, for sure. Knocked on some doors and took about, I'm going to say, two months and then really got my first job. Okay. Yep. And uh, it didn't pay the greatest. I was a glorified coffee boy for a while, but uh, <laughs> we all have our humble beginnings. And then once you get going on it, they uh, entrusted me with and built a really nice little business out there. Nice. Yeah, really enjoyed it though. Those those were those were really good days. It was like the explosion of Wall Street back then. Oh yeah, and, for uh, sure. Yeah, it, it was it was really really cool. Uh, so how did you uh, get into the bar business, owning this and everything like that? Well, you know what? Just just like you guys, I was a frequent customer. So <laughs> it was. I, I've done a couple things I've really wanted to do just by observing, and this was one of them. I knew in time I would want to do something like this. Yeah. Um, you know, at first I had aspirations of like, uh, oh, a real nice place and this and that. You know what? And there is a place for that, but I've learned that, uh, you know, it, it's not, not everything is as it appears, and there's, I, I think we made the right move here. Uh, I like a younger crowd like this. Uh, and most everybody is really cool. We've met some really cool people, some great neighbors, you know what I mean? A lot of our regulars and everything. And it's, uh, it's just kind of something I, w- I wanted to get into. Right. So. Well, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering how the name Jake's came about, but uh, if you bought it from a previous owner, yeah. I assume was their name You know, Jake in or? business, there's value to name, you know yeah. what I mean? It's been around a long time, and there's always a, a value attached to that. And I believe it's been Jake's since the 90s at one point, maybe even earlier than that. And the guy who named it Jake's, he liked to be called Jake, but that wasn't even his name. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, it was just a nickname, and he liked to be called that, and I guess it's stuck on the bar. So I think an older couple were actually the first ones that made this a bar. Oh, and wow. I believe it, it was called the Roll-Less Lounge, R-O-L-E-S Lounge. So I'm guessing it was like probably, you know, Rosemary and Lester or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, and they said it was an older couple, and at least this is the history I've heard from a couple people. So this and, bar has been here a while? Like oh, this gosh, yeah. One? Yeah, it's okay. been a bar since the 60s, 1960s. Okay, because yeah. uh, one of my friend's dads actually went here about 30 years ago, and he said, like, in this area, I explained to him, he's like, oh, yeah, we used to go to that bar, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yep, it's been through uh, a lot of different, it wasn't always just a college bar either. I mean, as the university has spread, you know, it wasn't always, you know, engineering only came around, I don't know how long ago when they built that part, but. Yeah, like 30 years ago. Yeah, and yeah. before that, it was a neighborhood watering hole. You know what I mean? They These were old solid neighborhoods and uh, not a lot of kids living. Some, there always was because of proximity, but uh, it was a neighborhood watering hole. Everybody knew everybody and, you know, you come down and. At the time, I know they were they had a real teeny little kitchen, and they would cook a burger. And I guess the place had a good reputation for a good burger. So, oh, nice. yeah, yeah, good history on it. Yeah, real good history. Well, while you're speaking about burgers and whatnot, uh, you are bringing in uh, a kitchen. Uh, is this true? Yeah, kitchen's here, man. Kitchen oh, is yeah. uh, kitchen is fully tooled. So. Uh, We've had some delays along the road, self-inflicted some of them, some of them, you know, circumstantial, but uh, we're ready to rock and roll. Got a, uh, um, a guy with a lot of experience going to run the kitchen for us and uh, looking forward to that. So we're probably going to get uh, no later than two weeks our soft opening, see how everything comes out, make sure our process is right, and then we'll, you know, we'll blast it out. We'll make sure everybody knows we're full go at that time. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be a really next chapter for us. That'll be awesome because I know yep. me and Joey were here over the summer, and you guys yep. used to do the, the cookouts in the back. Oh yeah, so yeah. It's it's nothing just like a you know a bar bar burger and some yeah. beer, right? Like, yeah. Uh, just can't yeah. beat it. So yeah, we're gonna try and do that a little more frequently too because uh, yeah, it yeah. went it, they went pretty well. So oh yeah, yeah. I always go over well for. Yeah. Sure. Yep. So, uh, what's your favorite part about owning the bar? All oh, the people. I mean, you know, look at us. We're sitting down doing an afternoon gig and having a beer. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just you guys are customers, so it's it's cool. We have you know all age ranges, and that's really the best part. I mean, there's the stories you hear, and there's always laughs every day. You know what I mean? I can have the shittiest day you want from noon till we get behind the bar. You know what I mean? And then somebody will make you laugh, and there's something to be said about that. Right. But don't get me wrong. Headaches are a plenty, believe me. You know what I mean? You know, alcohol and some people don't mix real well. You, they don't really don't get that. But oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I I like to give us a, uh, I I call it the five percent asshole factor. If you got to bleep that, I get it. But you know what I mean? Out of ninety-five <laughs> to hundred percent of people, about five percent really give us a hard time. Yeah. Uh, everybody else is super cool. I mean, it's uh, it's really been a good experience. No, no, nothing, I don't think nothing really gets bleeped on the <laughs> Yeah, we're not going right, to cool. bleep that. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, all right. I just wanted to make sure. So, and, and that's really not insulting. It's just a fact. You know what I mean? It's, right. You get that and you deal with it. Uh, I fully believe in giving people another chance. Like we always say, we ban people. And the first thing I tell the management is, hey, tell them they come talk to me. I want to talk about why. You know what I mean? I don't want to hear because I was drunk. I said, you know, everybody's like uh, all paranoid too about things, and, and and we have security cameras around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just for problems. It's not like we have like the Wizard of Oz sitting there watching <laughs> cameras. So if somebody makes a bad step, you know what I mean? Right. Hey, you're out of here. But you know, uh, we have to protect ourselves too from incidents, and for it's for sure. a people's protection too. I mean, if somebody throws a punch at somebody and they feel like, you know, prosecuting them or something. It's on video. Uh, the police come over and they take it right off of our system and do what they need to do with it. So. Right. And I can handle the simple stuff, you know what I mean? If something disappears or somebody knocks something out, we can usually track it down pretty well. Right. Uh, some people attest to it. How'd you know it was me? I was like, well, I got your picture bigger than life. Right now. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's been good. A lot of great people, man. I love it. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say that. I don't think I've ever seen anything like shady go down here or no. like fights or anything, you know? You know what? We've had two, really. And and really only one of the two uh, was some Duke's thrown and believe it or not 
the only connections were made by girls. You know what I mean? Oh. Two girls went at, one slugged the other one, one slugged the other one, and then, you know, guys get involved then, and then yeah. there was some chairs tipped over and a table and this and that. And, and then one time on the patio, somebody said something to something they didn't like, and they got in each other's faces a little bit. And one of my bartenders, Chad, uh, he just walked out there, tackled a guy, and said, calm, calm down. You know what I mean? <laughs> And it was near closing anyway, so we acted like, all right, everybody out of here, you know. But it was near closing time anyway, but. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. as a whole, knock on wood, and I'm going to knock. Uh, things have been really good. And people respect it. I mean, you can see I've got all the no tolerance signs around here because we kind of kind of try to adhere to that. You know what I mean? I want you guys to feel comfortable when you're dying in here, too. You know what I mean? Oh, right. We don't want you to worry about somebody pulling out a club and knock you on the back of the head for shits and giggles. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I, that's kind of exaggerated, but, you know, goofy things happen. But. We have security most nights here now, and uh, I think people have liked that as well. Mm -hmm. So it's all good, really. It, I, I couldn't really ask for anything better. I mean, it's. And it's Chad's good. about 6'6, uh, six, six, so. Oh, so you know him well Chad, enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know Chad. Yeah. He was here for about yep. my first. 30 days mm -hmm. of the summer I was here. Probably the most <laughs> mild-mannered guy, right, you've ever talked oh, to? Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, he knows right from wrong, and like you said, he's a big dude, and he was yeah. able, he just tackled the guy and said, stop, and it was over. It was over just like that, so. Stop. Yep, yep, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yep. All right, uh, so do you want to expand the business at all, or do you just want to keep this bar? You know, I, I, you never want to say no, you know what I mean? Never say never, and if I did do it, it'd probably be in maybe a, uh, an area outside of campus just to have, a, you know, a little demographical spread. But, uh, you know, liquor licenses are readily available. I mean, there's people getting in and out of the business all the time. Mm -hmm. um, I think our business model has worked. It's no, you know, there's, I didn't reinvent any wheels, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We just kind of did a few things really well. And uh, when I bought the bar, I vowed that we weren't going to fail because we were dirty. You know what yeah. I mean? You can only do so much because it's an aged place. You know what I mean? But we try and keep it as clean as possible. You know, we have a good relationship with the health department and everything. I always have them come in and do preemptive searches and things like that. You know what I mean? Just to make sure things are going that way. I think it makes a better environment for you guys. I mean, again, you know, not everybody respects that. But I think as a whole, everybody likes that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They, they, oh, yeah. they they feel like, oh, it smells good in here, and it's clean, and and you can see, you know, it, it goes on, you know, through the early part of the day. You guys are witnessing yeah. a typical day before opening, so. Right. Yep. We just walked in. This place is uh, sparkling clean. Yeah, Floor appreciate it. Floors are Yeah. looks so good. So, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah. Cool. So, you mentioned the, well, you said you had started owning the bar. Your whole thing was to keep it clean and friendly and stuff. But yeah. When did you uh, purchase the bar? Uh, we took possession uh, August 1st, 2018. So it'll be okay. exactly a year and a half, uh, the 1st of February. Cool. So, right yep. on, yeah. Yep. And it's gone by so fast. I mean, you know, we uh, you blink your eyes and then a year and a half, you know, has gone by. And, and it's it's good for us. It's done, it's done pretty well. Uh, I, I also like to say that we've reinvested a lot in here, too, to make your guys' experience a little nicer, too. I mean simple things you know uh, rocket lights just trying to make it a little bit more college feel for everybody all the furniture in here is brand new there's not there's nothing you can see here that was here when I bought the bar other than the bar top itself the bar you know structure right uh, everything else is new yeah so. were the pool tables here pool tables there were they were in different locations, Okay. but uh, I just figured if things were going to go right, we'd need a little bit more. The pool table takes up a lot of room, oh, so yeah. there was one out here in the main room, and then those two ancillary rooms, there was one in each, so I was thinking all this square footage is taken up by pool tables, 
and I just reduced it by one, brought them both out here. But then if people want their own, you know, you guys come in groups at times, like mm -hmm. your own little space sometimes, sometimes out amongst the crowd. So yeah. Yeah. we just paired it back and used the space a little more efficiently. And, uh, you know, seems to be going okay. Oh so. yeah, definitely. So how has uh, digital marketing and social media affected your business? I would say uh, we'd be sunk without it. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? I, I, if we can't get uh, good word of mouth, from everybody, mm. I think we're sunk. I mm. think you can do, you know, bring the clown shows out, put the balloons up and everything, but if people come and say, hey, meet me at Jake's or this place was cool, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that the social media especially, you know, where people can communicate instantly, right? You guys yeah. will say, hey man, we're down at Jake's. Oh, we're over here, well meet us down here, meet me over there. Yep. It, it's, it's uh, I think it's just made it happen. Usually for us, it's uh, me at Jake, so. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. That's what we want to hear. Do you advertise on, like, Facebook or Instagram or anything? We put up, like, uh, happenings, you know what I mean? Like, there's a big ball game, remind people that there's a ball game or a new special or just, hey, man, it's Saturday night, Mike's playing this weekend, you know what I mean? We'll blast out that, you know, we're having just a little bit extra party this weekend, so. Right. Uh, you know, just keep things up, let you guys know what's happening. And, For of sure. course, we're going to start blasting out food here in the next couple of weeks, so. But, That'll uh, help too. Yeah, yeah. But without without your word of mouth and you guys' social media uh, presences, uh, I don't think it would have happened. So that's fair. Yeah. I mean, talking about like big sports games, I don't think yeah. there's any bigger than the Super Bowl coming up here. Ha. Huh. What do you What do you guys expect? Bad subject. Bad subject. We're <laughs> not open Sundays. Come on. <laughs> oh, for real? No, not yet. Um, oh, I man. did. You know, when we first opened the bar, I was open Sundays. Yeah. And we had a couple good days where the Browns would play. And then it just kind of fizzled during the afternoon and staff really didn't want to work it, you know, because there wasn't a lot of money to be made. But Sunday evenings were okay. Okay. So I'm considering, you know, bringing it back. And uh, we'll just, it, it won't be for this Super Bowl, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, I know. But uh, <laughs> we've had some requests. There's like some uh, singles clubs and things like that that they want to meet here once a month. And I'm just considering all options and, you know. It, let's just say it's probably on the way to happening again, being open on Sunday. So, yeah, and especially again, we've got something to uh, serve people too if they want to make it like a little snack and, and some drinks. So, yeah, right. Sure. It's nice when there's like a holiday on Monday, like mm -hmm. MLK Day was this yeah. week, you know, and yeah. like Sunday, I'm like, oh, wish I could go to the bar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Days know. like those are yeah. when you want it, you know? Yeah. So, no, it's definitely on the table. We'll, we will definitely consider uh, uh, redoing that. So. For sure. Yeah. So, who do you have for the Super Bowl? Yeah, I uh, listen. I took enough lumps from Pat Mahomes in the uh, AFC playoffs, so I'm going to stick right with him. I think uh, the guy's a special talent. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the Niners' defense is solid, but I don't think there's an answer for that kid. I mean, I think he's incredible. Uh, you know, he can do it all. He can run, pass. I mean, you know, everybody talked about the athleticism of Rodgers and these guys, but I, I think Pat Mahomes is a, is a he's a unicorn, man. I think he's a special character. So oh, yeah. uh, he's got a lot of speed on the team. They can stretch the field. You know, you got Tyreek Hill. Who's going to run with that guy? Nobody can run with him. Yeah. And then every weekend I'm sitting there knocking my head going, can anybody guard Travis Kelsey? That guy is always open. So mm -hmm. to me, it's it's and the Chiefs' defense has improved dramatically since like week six, seven. Oh yeah. So yeah, they get I, it done. I, yeah, and, and you can probably tell I love sports. I follow the NFL. It's like I judge my age by an NFL season. It's like you know when Super Bowl's over, I go, oh damn, another year down. <laughs> I'm another year older now. That's I, I love the NFL that way. So.
Nice. Yeah, yep. Patrick Mahomes, he's something else. Oh, I yeah. think uh, Brady's kind of passing the torch to him now. Yeah. I think that's what uh, how it's going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we could be witnessing the new GOAT. Who knows? So, yep. for sure. Dude, I, uh, I played against Mahomes in fantasy football yeah. earlier in the season. He put up four TDs in a, t- in a single quarter. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I got murked that week. I, I think I lost by over 60. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I got, he's insane, man. Yeah, for sure. That was real rough. One of the questions I always had, too, was uh, whenever you walk into the corner of the bar, there's mm-hmm. the Smurf piss. Ah. I, don't, I just I always see it there. I'm just yeah. interested. Like, what's that about? How did it get its name? It was, it was a house drink at the time I bought the bar. And um, we really didn't change much of it other than uh, it's all alcohol as you see it. So, yeah, there's nothing in that basic mix of it that's non-alcoholic. So it's, you know, vodkas and blue curacao and some rum. It's, uh, you know, it's a little sweeter end Long Island kind of drink. Yeah. So then we cut it a little bit with some soda and some uh, sour mix, and it's, it's a nice, refreshing drink. Yeah, but Sounds it, like it'll get you buzzing. It'll, it'll get the job done. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I can uh, t- attest to that. So I can, too. It's a, <laughs> always, always a good one. What is that, $5 uh, uh, Wednesdays? Oh, Wednesdays, yeah. It's one of the specials on Wednesday, yeah, our Blue Wednesday. So have a blue drink on Blue Wednesday. So. God damn. Nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to come back. Yeah. I know. So do you know any uh, other bar or winery owners in the area? Good question. You know, I mean, I know of them. Uh, I've got other friends in the bar business, and uh, but maybe not in the direct vicinity, or you know, you know some people peripherally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I've tried to get some conversations started um, with some of the other guys, but uh, just I think people are kind of. Not, not, I don't want to call them isolationists, but you know what I mean. Just they worry about their own thing, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's fine. I, I'm one of these guys who believes that competition breeds success. And I, I, to me, it'd be a blessing if somebody would, you know, open another bar across the street from me or a restaurant or something. You know what I mean? Just to make us a little bit more destination oriented. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Joe, it's a little tough one, huh, Joe? That beer. I swallowed it too quick. Yeah. <laughs> Take like three sips, but yeah. Yeah. <coughs> oh, shoot. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd be willing to listen to anything from people. I think table some ideas and see how we could, you know, <coughs> work a little more together instead of antagonistically. But, you know, right. whatever. We'll just do our thing and keep on rolling. So, so yeah, you're probably biggest competition would be against them. I would say so in this yeah. area, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, the uh, Chase's location is a little bit more of a club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're pretty much just 21 and over. I'll probably ease that for, like, dinner hours and stuff. But, uh, I mean, hey, you know, everybody has their own kind of environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> and I just figured that if you want to be around a little more of the younger crowd you've got that you know what i mean i don't want to worry about that as much as basically because of the laws you know what i mean uh everybody tries you know of course you guys know you might have had one you know fake ids are an issue (laughs) you know who knows i don't know if you did or not but Uh, not us no not you guys no hell no (laughs) but uh yeah it's just uh, i think it's just a little easier for crowd control uh and just providing a place for people who have matured in the uh, world of uh, adult beverages. How's that? You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it just, it's a different vibe. It's yeah. a little bit, little bit more laid back. Yeah, I was uh, going to say that compared to, you know, like Jed's. Jed's yeah. is nice in its own ways, yeah. but like the scene here is a little different. Yeah. You know, it's like, feels more relaxed and stuff mm-hmm. for 
Jed's is like more, I don't know if I want to say upbeat, but mm -hmm. just a different scenery and everything, yeah, you know. It's a little louder. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's just what it is, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also here too, I notice there's more frequent like regulars that I see. Mm -hmm. So there'll be people like we come on like a Tuesday and then it's yeah. Sunday and like the following week or whatever. So oh, hey, I've seen you here last week and yeah. you, I feel like you get the same crowd more and yeah. more. But Jed's, you don't know what you're getting. Sometimes you walk in and there's six people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you walk in and you can't. There's you no can't sitting. Walk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like wait, like Fridays <coughs> over there, right? Isn't that a madhouse? I've never been yeah. over. Fridays uh, are dollar beers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've heard that's really a madhouse and good. I mean, that's great. Yeah. That's I, 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 again, like I say, it's uh, it's great to have options, right? Yep. And so it's uh, I hope it all works out for everybody. That's that's the best thing. Everybody, you know, everybody has a place to go. Everybody can stay in business and provide for everybody. So. Nice. Yep, it's a good thing. I can't wait till you get a kitchen, cause <laughs> beer, beer for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brunch would be nice. Yep. Brunch oh, would be nice. Okay. Yeah. That's probably a long ways down the road still, you know. <laughs> you never know. Like I said, I'll never say never, and uh, we're already looking at the options. So. Mm -hmm. Nothing like good Bloody Mary and some eggs and bacon, you yeah. know. <laughs> hey, a breakfast pizza, right? Or that, yeah. yeah. Oh man, that there was so go. good. All right, so I do have another question. Um, Fire. What is something that you failed at in the past and then you've overcame? I tell you what, failure. Um, boy, that's a tough one because let's just say there's different levels of successes. You know what I mean? I, I really can't, and man, this is going to sound like a bad motivational <laughs> commercial, you know what I mean? But. Um, maybe things haven't worked to the levels I originally looked for, but I can't say something has really failed. You know, like some of the things I've gotten involved in haven't been, you know what I mean, up to what I thought they could grow to be. Yeah. Some of them exceeded, uh, but man, I just, I can't accept failure. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where we're going to drive, we're going to go, we're going to go hard to see what comes of it. And I, I've made plenty of mistakes along the road, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, things like undercapitalization, you know what I mean? I started a business back in the 90s uh, that I really wanted to be in. And I, there's another, you know what I mean? This was another one of these things. I want to try it once. And I, again, I've been athletic my whole life and I thought, man, you know, wouldn't it be really cool to have a retail sports shop as a side business? Mm -hmm. So I got involved in that and I bought an existing one that was kind of failing miserably, okay? And again, I'd never been in retail, but I had concepts of how I wanted to change the place, okay? But I was undercapitalized. So I couldn't make the changes as fast as I wanted, you know what I mean? People would come in and see, oh, well, there's a lot of the same old stuff, and you know, just one of those. But then, again, what I was saying about competition, I moved the business directly across the street from a competitor and things just blossomed there. And I went from that location to two locations. So, oh, nice. yeah, it, it worked out well, but there was failure in a sense in the beginning. We weren't cutting it, you know what I mean? Uh, struggle, you know what I mean? But it was again, because in the beginning, it was undercapitalization. So what uh, happened with those retail stores? I sold them, I sold them, yeah. And they went on for a few more years. And again, I'm not sure what happened to them in the end. Uh, it was really a cool concept. Um, the one, the bigger store I had, the one retail location, was uh, it had indoor batting cages in it. So it was kind of cool. We specialized in just baseball and hockey because those were the two most prevalent sports uh, in that area, okay. in that community. So, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, we focused again, focus, and you get really good at what you focus on. 
Right. So, like I say, maybe it didn't reach the heights I wanted to, but it was still a sellable business that interested some. You know what I mean? It, it had good potential, and maybe I lacked something in that one, but. Again, yeah, failure sometimes, once you get your hands dirty, it's not an option. I mean, you have to know when to quit, I guess, but uh, knock on wood, uh, the, everything has kind of gone my way. I had another business that <coughs> kind of peaked and then fizzled. Uh, we did really well at it, and um, that was a, uh, <laughs> I was involved in horse racing. And that started as a hobby. So you started with one horse, one went to two, two to four, four to eight, eight to 16. And one time I owned uh, in whole or partnership with up to 30 of them. I had a farm up in Michigan and things were, you know, doing well, but that game kind of sputtered for a while. And we tried to hang on to, you know, the whole business as it was. What it is, the purse money was not good. There was no new fans to the sport. And it just, uh, it was a nice little track here in Toledo, and it was called Raceway Park, and they took uh, the license and moved it to uh, Dayton, where I think it's doing pretty well right now. I wish I, I wish I could have been part of it the way it is right now. Is that, uh, so when you did that, were you in Toledo, around the yep. area? Yeah, okay. absolutely, yeah, I lived here, and we started that in the 90s, in the mid to late 90s, yeah. Yeah, those horses so. are expensive too. Yeah, well, the thing <laughs> is, is the ones I was involved in are probably a little more affordable. And yeah. you know, you talk to people, and if you play it smart, you know, you're able to make a little. Yeah. Um, to me, they weren't like your pet dog. You know what I mean? For me, they were uh, a means to an end almost, and that's not cruel. You know what I mean? Mars looked great. They were fed like kings and stabled in beautiful stalls and you know everything was immaculately cleaned and the people who I was involved with were great I mean it was we, we, we just had a great time doing it for a while and it's just that again we were at the end we all joke about it. it's like at the end we were racing for uh, a beer and a blanket you know <laughs> so that's not going to pay the bills but uh, we had some real success so we had a, uh, a Michigan sire champion we had some we had some real nice success stories involved in it and then at the end, when the purses slipped, I was hanging on, hanging on, and finally I couldn't, and lost a little chunk at the end. But uh, you know, they're they're doing it again now, just in other cities, not close to here. And I'm one of those guys. I got to have my hands on everything. You know what yeah. I mean? Maybe not not on a daily basis like it is here, but I want to be able to see what's going on. You know yeah. what I mean? Or if it's two, three hours away, you know, I'm not going to be put involved. as much time yeah. as you'd want in it. Nope. I yeah. tried it with one, and it didn't work out well for me. I just I. I it just didn't work out, so we moved along, and I still keep track of the sport, and you know what I mean? I look at them every day and see what's going on, so. That's cool. Yeah. Where did you guys uh, have them up in Michigan? Uh, in a town called Deerfield, which okay. is... Oh, uh, that's actually, uh, my family owns a farm there. Oh. Yeah, it's so, so. Do you know uh, County Line Road? Yeah. So, yeah, it's right I, off I County Line Road. I live on County Line. Yeah. Okay, so right south of Applewood Orchard is where the farm was located. Oh, nice. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the guy who I was uh, in business with at the time, Rodney, he's still living there. And the place is a beautiful name? farm. Connor. That sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, my family owns, like, farms all through, like, Brandon and Deerfield, so they pretty much know, like, all they the They would know them more than likely, yeah. Yep. More than likely, yep. So, yeah, they're still there, and it was a great little place. I mean, we really, we really we had a nice time together, Yep. It was a real, it was a lifetime experience. Another one of those things that I always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. uh, I had gone to a couple tracks uh, in New York, like Yonkers Raceway, Roosevelt Raceway. Those places were like show places for a while. And I always see the people winning, you know, and they go out to the winter circle. And I said, you know, I'm gonna look into that one day. And we did. And uh, 
we, we had a real nice run. So it was great memories. You know? That's good. You got to do something that you know yeah, you I'm enjoyed not. and were passionate about. There you go. So there you go. So, so if you weren't owning a bar, yeah. you'd, be owning, you'd be owning horses or... Oh, no, I probably won't go back to that. No, we had, we had our run. Like I said, I can't do it around yeah. here. I could if I wanted to drive hours, but uh, yeah. uh, if I wasn't in the bar business right now, I'd probably be uh, flipping homes. I like home improvement stuff, believe it or not. You know, it's, uh, I, I, I like bringing something back to life, and that's kind of almost what we did here a little. Uh, just uh, I, I, it's kind of a passion of mine you know what I mean I, I kind of see sometimes too much good in things you know what I mean like you yeah. can say oh I can fix that and sometimes you can't mm -hmm. so did you guys fix that fix up the house next door or was yeah, it no it yeah. was here yeah the yeah. previous owner had connected the bar to the house done a real nice job with that okay and uh, that's where actually the kitchen is inside of the house it's on the first floor of the house over there that's connected and uh, I don't know. Did I walk you guys through here before? No, I haven't seen the house. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, we'll take that. a look at it later. But you can see where back in that area on our way is uh, like a future dining room that I want to do too. Oh, wow. Hopefully, we can do that this year. And that way, we can kind of concentrate the food into that area. Mm -hmm. So yeah, right on. That'll be nice. Yep, it'd be great. So what? Yeah, what is your favorite part about uh, you know catering to a younger demographic? Since we're right by the University of Toledo. Oh man, I tell you what, it's it. it it sounds corny and cliche, but it helps keep you young too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If I was involved with the Blue Plate Special every day, you know what I mean? You'd be around a lot of older people. Not that I'm young. I mean, I'll be 60 this year. So, uh, oh, day over 40. I'll appreciate that, yeah. man. Thank you. Yeah, I try. And uh, I, I just, I think sometimes you got to believe you're as young as you feel. And uh, it, it's just, you know, hey, man, you guys are what's tomorrow. So let's talk about it and let's have a good time, you know, getting there. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned you went to college at Ohio State, I did. right? I did. I graduated you, uh, in 1983, yeah. What did you study there? Uh, finance, business finance, yep. And I had enough credits actually to have uh, a minor in sciences. Oh, wow. So I had gone three years to complete a uh, pre-med program. And I had just talked to a lot of guys living in New York. They were making a lot of money out there on Wall Street and this and that. And I was like, God, do I really want to stay in school another seven, eight years? <laughs> and the answer was easy no. You know what I mean? So uh, there's always times where you look back at it, but I don't look back on that move. I kind of look back on shortening that career. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If I ever if I ever talk to somebody again wanting to move from there, just make sure you know what I mean? You're, you're ready to sacrifice those opportunities because the opportunities are, you know, boundless out yeah. there. So, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was kind of a culture shock moving, but you know what? You adapt. You just adapt and, and roll on. So. so were you originally from Toledo or Columbus? Born in Canton, Ohio. Okay, Canton. Yep. Okay. Are you familiar? Over there, oh, yeah. Akron, Cleveland I've, uh, area? I've been to a few of the, like, uh, Ohio uh, State Final Games at the Hall of Fame Stadium. There. Very good. Yeah, so. it was Fawcett Stadium when I was there, yeah. and now it's called Tom Benson Stadium. Yep. The former owner of the uh, uh, New Orleans Saints, he uh, gave a lot of money to the Hall of Fame uh, uh, committees over there, and they revamped the stadium. Really nice. So it's a beautiful location, big beautiful stadium for Canton, and oh, yeah. great community. It, it still is nice. My parents are still there. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going down this weekend to visit them. I always look forward to going back there. It's just, it's a cool little town. And they've adapted from, uh, uh, f you know, b factory bases back in the day to uh, uh, a little bit more paper pushing now. So they've done well. Do you think Ohio in general is underrated in terms of uh, entrepreneurship? Maybe just like it's looked down upon in terms of like business because, you know, you have LA, you have Orlando, you got New York. 
Um, it's really different. Weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, it's different on what you want to do, okay? So if you wanted to do something industrial, I think Ohio, Tennessee, Kentucky, Michigan, I think people look there. You know what okay. I mean? just because of the monies involved. Mm -hmm. uh, hiring people uh, who live in New York is a different ball game compared to hiring people who live around here. Mm -hmm. It's right. cost of living scales and you know the whole trickle-down economy. I mean, that's, it, it, it's, it makes a big difference, but um, I think it all depends on what kind of business you're looking at, you know? I, I, I just think if we're going to stamp out widgets, uh, I might look a little harder in this area, you know yeah. what I mean? I think if we're going to get in the uh, savings and loan business, I don't know. I might look to a little more populous, muddied community, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, it, it's all what the needs are, and, uh, you know. Yeah, being from Michigan, like all throughout high school and yeah. even into college, because Toledo is right next to Michigan and stuff, people are always like, oh man, when I graduate, I'm moving to Carolina, I'm moving to Florida. Yeah. You know, and I, I think it's pretty nice here, and like, I love being around this mm -hmm. part, and yeah. I actually think it's like, I don't know. It doesn't get the credit it deserves. I, I'm with you on that, especially if you can do what you studied for, you know what I mean, or something uh, associated. I mean, like, let's say you get your degree. I mean, that's, to me, that's part of your growth in life. It doesn't mean that's what you're going to do, you know what I mean? If, let's say, your family was in the uh, uh, retail business or whatever, but you said, I, I, you know, I, I wanted to be an architect. I'm going to get my architectural degree and maybe I can help them in other ways along the way. So mm. it's just growth in different ways. And uh, like you said, I like the area and you might want to stay forever. So, yeah, yeah. I kind of, uh, I like new and different. You know what I mean? It's to me, uh, a new adventure is, is always, I'm always looking, you know, and uh, it doesn't mean you're going to do it, but you think about it and you think, wow, wouldn't that be cool if. Right. So that's. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. At least you're always thinking of like the next step or like what mm -hmm. if you're not just happy where you are. You're not yeah. just sitting there stagnant. So yeah. that shows a lot about your character. That was the key word right there, which you just said, stagnant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I am happy where I'm at. You know, I'm, I'm in a better place now than I, I have ever felt inside. Mm -hmm. And uh, But but it's, yeah. a, it's a long road to get here, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And that just comes with age, too. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it, it does. But... Uh, uh, I tell you what, uh, there, you always got to be looking, always. I think just keep your eyes open, keep, you know, listen a little bit and see what people have to say. It's not like you got to, you know, you're, you're not a, a, a dog being commanded. But uh, one guy, I, I don't have too many mentors in life. You know what I mean? I always thought mentorship was a good thing. But, man, self-motivation is probably uh, the biggest driver there is. You know what I mean? But a lot of guys you know told me a lot of cool things in life at times and one of them was always be a pirate of good ideas you know what i mean pirates they stole and you know what what's wrong with stealing a good idea yeah you know nothing take it and run with it you know there's not a trademark or a patent on a, on some things unless it's a sp specific item you know what i mean but um some of the biggest wealth uh, in the world has been made on better mousetraps. It's not always who does it first, it's who does it the best. That's correct. <laughs> Very good. That's, yep. uh, that's a, a, a great point. So. Yep. What advice would you give to somebody entering the bar industry, mm -hmm. but then also how would that differ from them in a different industry and like what kind of things would you say overlap in terms of like character or what they need to like aspire to be? Just advice, like just life advice, pretty much. Yeah, it, you know what? In the beginning, you're gonna work your tail off mm. uh, because if you don't, it'll get away from you. So I, I guess be ready. You know, be ready for a lot of work. Uh, manage your money. 
Uh, money's come and go, especially in this business, you know what I mean? But uh, well, one day you'll have a pocket full and the next day you might not. You know, something breaks or you want to add, you want to expand and, uh, you know, be a manager of your monies as well. You know what I mean? Think long term, don't think today. You know, have a little bit longer view. And uh, just nobody's really given a bunch of uh, advice to me in, in this business for sure. I mean, one guy I remember said to me, he goes, you know, Andy, he said, uh, just don't be buying a lot of drinks for people in your bar. He says, if you see them out, buy them a drink. He goes, because if you don't buy one then for everybody in your bar, then they feel slighted. And I was like, mm -hmm. I kind of get that. You know, I, I kind of get that. That made good sense. Mm -hmm. So if you see somebody out, you know, when, you know, you're at another restaurant or bar, you know, I always walk over and chat to them and, you know, we can try and have a beer together or something like that. But, yeah. you know, I still value my customers here, too. I like to give a little here and there. So, yeah, uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. So what's your favorite drink or beer? Whatever. Uh, Drink-wise, you know, when it's a little chilly out, the frost hits, yeah, I like bourbon. I'm an old-fashioned guy. Mm. You know, I love a good old-fashioned. Um, I probably shouldn't talk too many labels, but I, I like the Buffalo Trace distillery. Uh, there's nothing better than a nice uh, old-fashioned from them. When the weather gets a little better, I, uh, I like uh, gin drinks, actually. I like Tom Collins in the summer. I like gin and tonic. That's, uh, I don't know, to me they're very refreshing and, uh, you know, sparkly and clear and I don't know. Those are, those are probably my two favorites. Yep. And then always, there's always a good old standby, which I'm sure you guys imbibe into, is uh, a nice margarita. Yep. I, I kind oh, of yeah. judge places almost by how good the margs are. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Got some good margs here. I yep. can attest to that. Oh, cool. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yep. Good fan. Thank you. So gin though, that's just one drink I never got into really. Oh, you know what? After we're done with here, I'm gonna make you something with it, and you're gonna change your tune, all right? <laughs> okay, all right. Yep. I'll, uh, I'll take care of that myth. Yeah, you were telling us the other day that <laughs> yeah. the gins are just just a wide variety. Yeah, of absolutely. Taste yeah. yeah, from piney to florals. You know what I mean? You mm -hmm. can taste a flower in it. I know that sounds corny, but you can. It's different. So, and that's well, that's the truth with a lot of uh, uh, liquors. You know, you have to. Kind of. I like to read about them before I taste them, so I can actually look for that flavor. I don't have that good a palate. I really don't. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't take a nice glass of wine and, and dissect it for you. I'm not like that. Yeah, I'd <laughs> oh, love to be. Earthy undertones. Yeah, yeah. you know what? For me, Medium it's like, body. I like it and I don't like it. You know what I mean? And some of them are a little drier. Some of them are a little more full-bodied. Those I can give you, you know, but totally dissecting them no i admire the guys that can because you know they'll they'll look for it and then teach us about it and and that happens with uh good bourbons and and any drink really like we were discussing the gins and i think vodka might be a little tougher to dissect i can taste the difference between grain vodka potato vodka and corn vodka you know i mean you can taste those differences if you're not mixing it but uh there's, man, I'm telling you, there's education in this stuff, and there's broad ranges of, of flavors and scents and everything like that, so. No, yeah, we, we know how that goes, but if you want to learn more about wine, yeah. uh, we did a podcast with an owner in uh, Perrysburg Suburban Bottle. Okay. They're just all wine shop, pretty much, yeah. and they have some IPAs, but yeah. most of them are for their wines, and she yeah. was telling us. And they actually us, have a lot of bourbons, too. Yeah, they do. They have a do nice, yeah. Yeah. nice yeah. selection of bourbons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, no, she tells us there's like 5,000 grapes, yeah. and each one are hand-selected to be paired yeah. with certain things, and mm -hmm. uh, she can tell the difference if it's imported from Argentina versus European. Or yeah. It's crazy. Like, it's a whole other world that I had never even yeah. thought about. 
uh, the wine business is still growing as far as, like, let's say, localities. Uh, even where I'm from in Canton, uh, within a mile of where I grew up at my parents' house, there's a huge winery there now, and it's gorgeous. I mean, it's beautiful. They have, and they're making their own spirits now, too. They have what they call their crush house, which is where their wines are made, and then they have a still house where they're making their uh, liquors. And uh, it's a beautiful place. You can walk around the grounds. It's massive. You know what I mean? Just just a massive uh, area. You might have so. to stop by there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is he's Joe. Our, he's our yeah. photographer. Oh, photographer. Funny, man. <laughs> One of our design guys, yeah. yeah. But, uh, How you doing, Joe? How's class? Doing good. Yeah. It's all right. Come <laughs> join us, Joe. <laughs> Before these guys finish all the beer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get more. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a class in a little bit, so I definitely need another picture. So. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> we'll cut that part out. Yeah, no. You got to play that. Yeah, we ne- we've never gone to class mm-hmm. buzz before. Oh, and you asked about beers. You can kind of see where I lean. I, I, I like good Mexican beers. Uh, no offense <laughs> to our, you know, local brewers and everything. I don't know. It's just my palate. You know what I mean? Like I said, I, I couldn't tell you... Uh, dissect things, but I, I like Mexican beers. So, yep. And if you you guys come on Mondays, that's our oh, yeah. Mexican beer special. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Dosakis. Yeah, 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 I enjoy one. It's a it's a it's a good beer, as we used to say. <laughs> I use I usually lean on Corona, but I yeah. drink them all too. They definitely have really good flavor, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, my buddy was uh, he was at Arizona State, but he's been big on Pacifico for the last like yeah. five years, mm-hmm. and I'd never had it until I came here on Monday. Truthfully, that was the first beer I added here. Pacifico? Pacifico. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I believe it. That's a yeah. good beer. And it was I can the see first beer I added, yeah. and uh, people were like, where did you find this? Where did that come from? And it was just like, I had it in the past, and it was really tasty. Yeah. And it's caught on here pretty well. So. I, I believe it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite, Joe? My favorite drink? Favorite beer, yeah. Oh, that's a hard one. It's probably between... Uh, Corona is always... Always one of my top choices. Good choice, yeah. But if I'm drinking like on a you know weekend, it's probably usually like Miller Lite yeah. more than Corona, just because Corona gets taxing after a while. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. So. Yep. How about you, Francis? Dosakis. If I'm going out yeah. and just <clears throat> want to get like one or two beers, for yeah. sure that. But mm-hmm. uh, if it's like tailgating or something, just go with something light. You know. Sure. Yep. Something yeah. light, just get a little yep. buzz going. That's an endurance test, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to fill up too quick. Yeah. Little case race with the boys. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, we try not to drink, you know, natties or bushes anymore now that we're older. Oh man. <laughs> I brought in natter days for a while. Yeah, and a lot of places. Actually yeah, but it, yeah. gosh, it really didn't sell through that great here. And I guess for what it was, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. You know. So, oh, you know what's really crushing right now, though, aside from beer, are the seltzers. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. White Claws. Oh, yeah. Trulies. And all that stuff. All yeah. of them. Um, For my sure. wife really appreciated the Trulies right off the gate. And yeah. I tried to bring those in here, and they really didn't sell through that bad. I mean, that well. And then we brought in White Claw, and it's out of mm-hmm. control. Yeah. So, yeah. One of the comedians, uh, Trevor Wallace. He yeah. made the video about yeah. Yeah, White Claw. People going crazy. And then af- after that, he just blew, or yeah. like White Claw blew up just yeah. entirely. It's great name, though, right? I mean, tell yeah. me tell me a name isn't part of marketing, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. White Claw. Well, that's, Jeez. that's probably why, you know, White Claw and Truly are the yeah. two biggest ones, just because yeah. of the name. You know, it just sounds like something yeah. you'd want to drink. And Bud Light Seltzer just launched, too. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Friday night, we're doing a little tasting of it in here. So, Ooh. yeah. Okay. And we'll just try and... Uh, put some out for people to taste uh, the Bud Light reps will be here and uh, 
They said they were going to bring some swag and stuff, so pop by if you're. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, we'll, if you we'll guys are out and about, yeah. We literally live down the street. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Right I live right here on Winters. So. Perfect walking yeah. distance. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the crazy crazy thing about White Claw, even though they're making so much money, they couldn't even fund how much inventory they were taking like so many people were buying them they were just understocked at stores because they were just going faster than they can make them which is crazy for a company that big you would never expect that to happen but it did (laughs) i'm finding shortages exist in decent bourbon Mm -hmm. and decent tequilas uh i don't know if it's the state's relationship with some of these or there's their only allocation they get i really don't know you know everybody has their own story about it and i really don't know i just know that some of the labels i like to have in here i I can't even get yeah you know i mean we as fast as i can put in some don julio anejo on my shelf it sells as fast as i can bring in one of my favorite bourbons it's called blanton's it sells because i've turned on some people to it you know what i mean and they enjoy it so uh speaking of turning on people to stuff you're talking about uh tequila the other day that i've heard a few other people talk about as well Mm -hmm. what uh gosh I, I try and keep at least 15 on the shelf. Mm-hmm. So we expanded that dramatically. I mean, I, I have more tequilas than some Mexican restaurants do. And, mm-hmm. you know, not that that's good or bad. It's just, it's a nice experience. And what I wanted to get into, which I haven't really started yet, are flights of things. So I'd like to do, you know, five different flavors and, and ages of tequilas and, you know, in a bourbon flight. And we're going to add that here shortly. That's that's so. one of the things they do at most, like, the wine shops or like mm-hmm. wineries. Yeah. They do yeah. the flights of wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never heard of it until, like, six months ago. Yeah. But it's a really cool concept. And yeah. then we even went on a tour uh Toledo Spirits Distillery. Yeah. And nice. uh, that yeah. was awesome. Like, yeah. you got to try each of them. Like, uh, what was it? Two vodkas. Yeah. Two vodkas. A whiskey, a bourbon. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. There's six different ones total. But they were, all, yeah, they were yeah. all gin. Yep. They were all great. And then we got to see, like, how they were distilled in the back and yeah. stuff. And I heard they're doing a real nice cool. job down there. I haven't been down yet, but yeah. I have tasted some product. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A couple of uh, uh, friends had brought me some over uh, just as a gift. And I, I like it. They're doing a nice job down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super good. Too. Yeah. And some of their stuff, you know, it's for 100 proof. It's like 25 bucks a bottle. Right. And it tastes like as good as any 70 proof so it's way worth it you know <laughs> for sure yeah no definitely make your yep. way down there um yeah, we were going to try and get a podcast with them, so fingers crossed. You know, hopefully oh, yeah, man. Uh, I hope they hear us and, and like what they hear, right? So, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. We, uh, I don't know, how did we get down there the first time? Uh, to Toledo Spirits? Yeah, what was what was the networking event we went to? I can't even remember. Um, it, was, it was a Jumpstart networking event, I believe, wasn't oh. it? Okay, I couldn't remember yeah. what it was. This was a little while ago. Yeah, but that was a good time, you know, met a lot of people, saw the, I didn't even know that was, like, around that area, you know, but it was nice. Yeah, for sure. What's your favorite liqueur, you guys? Like, what do you, what do you like when you're not on the beer? Oh. I can go for, uh, <laughs> usually Crown. Uh-huh. Crown Apple Another and Another bar favorite, yep. Yep. Or, uh, second choice is always a hard one. Captain and Coke, just yeah. those are usually my go-to. Yeah. Crown and Sprite or Captain and Coke. Gotcha. All right, I'm gonna throw out like a weird flex here. <laughs> nah, go ahead. Come on. <laughs> but uh, you know how they're, like Jaeger, Red Bull, whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's it's good, but I think yeah. it is slightly overrated. Yeah. The new thing for me has been uh, Crown Apple yeah. and Monster. Okay, wow. it's, it's a weird flex. Never I, tried it. It's it's a little out there, but yeah. I will tell you, like the just the traditional Monster can, yeah. it has a like an apple like aftertaste mm-hmm. to it. So you mix that like with it and goes well together. Oh huh? yeah, mm-hmm. just like apple, apple yeah. whiskey. It's really good. Yeah. Um, people always like give me a weird look though. Yeah, but I think it's really good. That's been my favorite recently. Yeah. 
Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. But uh, in terms of like liquor, man, I'll drink anything. This guy knows. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll both we'll both drink pretty much anything. Uh, my uh, my dad was a big bourbon guy, so yeah. I had a decent amount of bullet. Yeah. Not a few years back, you know, yeah. but I still could drink that to this mm-hmm. day. So again, so, great marketing name, right? We're yep. on the way. Club. Bullet. Who wouldn't like to have a bullet, right? Yep. Let yep. me have a bullet bourbon. Yeah. Sure. Great name. Great marketing. Good product though too. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? I'm not I'm not downplaying it. It's it's a it's a nice product. Yep. Two two rocks so. and you know glass mm-hmm. of it yeah it's good <laughs> i think too where you'll notice on our shelf here i probably neglected a little bit of the rye whiskeys only because uh they always say don't inflect yourself into uh <laughs> don't inflect yourself into your product but uh, i haven't really developed an appreciation for them and i'll take uh suggestions from people that do you know what i mean so anybody out there who's who will hear me say that come on in we'll talk about it and let me know you know what rise might be a nice addition to our shelf so well that's good you're trying yeah. some one of the alcohols you don't know about you're trying yeah. to learn more oh, absolutely about, so. always yep. you gotta learn man as soon as you think you know it, you're dead you're, yeah, it's over exactly. yep so it's it's a it's a changing yeah, pardon the pun, but it's a very fluid, <laughs> fluid market. So right, yeah. So, what do you think about some of the newer stuff that's been dropping lately, like White Claw? Like, are you a fan of it or? It's not bad. I mean, to be honest with you, I I don't do it regularly. I'll have one a month maybe. Okay. <laughs> but and if I, you force me to have one, I'm gonna have the lime flavor because it's the lightest. It's the less sweet. Yeah. Okay. But I think uh, because they're a lower carb item, mm-hmm. uh, it's sparkly. It's refreshing. You know what I mean? I I get it. I oh, totally get it. But I mean, that's fair. For me, there's nothing a nice, cold, refreshing brew wouldn't do either. So exactly. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like with the seltzer, you know, they are locale. They taste yeah. good. I I like the lime as well. A lot of people don't. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I think it's nice, light, refreshing. Yeah. And you know, they also have a pretty decent percent of alcohol, so that's probably oh yeah, why yeah. That's, people drink them too. Yeah. <laughs> They're what five and change? Was it five four or something like that? Yeah, I, I think so. Five plus. Yeah. yeah. That's what so. I thought. I thought they took over. Um, Mango's getting real popular. Oh. Yeah. So I uh, believe it or not, I'm I swear. really not a fan, honestly. Mango has black cherry here is number one. I love black cherry. Yep, it's the number one seller, and mango's catching up, believe it or not. So, I like them all, but raspberry. I can't do raspberry. Yep, that's my wife's favorite. Watch it. (laughs) (laughs) And just uh, drinking raspberry brunettes when I was younger probably brings back flashbacks. Yeah. Oh (laughs) oh, man. Never, never again on that. You serve uh, brunettes here? Please say no. Uh, No. (laughs) Uh, As a matter of fact, I changed it over a lot of the well. And I actually tasted everything in it. There is still nothing from when I bought it. Oh, wow. (laughs) I've changed uh, pretty much everything uh, as far as the base alcohols for the well. Yeah. You know what I mean? The vodka, the tequila, the rum. Uh, Oh, no, I'm sorry. The spiced rum is the same. Uh, You know, in our wells, Lady Bly. Good, decent taste, great price point. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, you can have yourself a, a, a nice drink for three dollars, and on Tuesday it's two bucks. You can't beat it. Yep. So that's actually another one of my yeah. uh, like drinks that I go to: pineapple and like a dark rum, pineapple yep. juice. Sure. That's a big fan of that. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of that one. I know. Uh, it sounds I, very. I feel like it'd be yeah. a good mix, though. You know. It's really good. We went out a couple nights ago, me and Matt, and I showed him that, and he had never had it. Mm-hmm. He was like really impressed. So. You know what else is really cool and interesting? And I know this is off the seltzer and beer topic, but what I'm finding is is bringing back like a little bit of the time of some of the shots that were popular when I was young. Okay. 
a lot of people don't know them now. They have no, very few people know what a kamikaze is. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I started bringing them back. You know what I mean? It, it's interesting because <laughs> if you weren't exposed to it, I guess you really, you know. But back in my day, that was like the go-to shot if you didn't have just a straight-up shot of tequila or something like that. So right. I want to try and... Uh, We'll probably get a shot menu put together. Most people know what they want, but I mean, if they see something kind of different, I'm not going to have a hundred different ones, but just want to maybe make up like, you know, five to 10, you know, something that's uh, really tasty and different that, uh, you know, like, let's say, uh, do you remember a, a booze called Midori? You know, it was a melon liqueur that nobody uses anymore. Back in my day, again, back in my day, this was, <laughs> it, it was like a, a big seller. Is it like a turquoise shot? It's green. Okay, it's I, pure green. I, I've had that before. I've yeah. had a... Uh, but it's a mixer. I wouldn't take it straight. But it's no, no, something no. you can use to make a real nice shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, so. I'm pretty sure they use that when they make a dirty marijuana. Or it's, like, it's like a shot oh, with like marijuana maybe. in the name. And yeah. it's yeah, green. Yeah. It is very apparent green and it's mixed yeah. with, I believe that, and then yeah. vodka or something. I don't know. Um, I like taking the kamikaze and adding things to it. Mm-hmm. And so... I'll probably try a few more of those, you know what I mean, in here, show them to people and see what they think. So, oh, right on. You know. So uh, for the listeners that don't know, yep. what is in a kamikaze? Oh, that's vodka, lime yeah. juice, and triple sec. Nice. But then you can add, you know, nice colorful things to it because it's mostly clear. The lime juice has a little green tint to it. Yeah. But if you add like a little uh, blue curacao to it, it turns it a real cool turquoise. And all of a sudden, it's a whole new flavor to it, you know, because it's a, uh, you know, a little more fruity, uh, a citrusy flavor in the uh, in the blue. Yep. So it comes out really. It looks nice and tastes good. So mm-hmm. what else would we ask for? Right, yeah, for so. sure. All right, so we're on the topic yeah. here. We're getting into some drinks. Yeah. What is your hangover recipe, or do oh, you have snap. one? <laughs> uh, besides a lot of water. Uh, <laughs> let's just say I. It's going to sound again like old school cliche. Probably either a mimosa or a Bloody Mary. I mean, you know, they're they're flavorful. It eases your, you know, the craving and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, really, I, I, I know a lot of people say that's crazy, the hair of the dog recipe, yep. but uh, you know what? It just takes the edge off a little bit. Trust me, I wouldn't do multiples, but it just... I mean, come on, everybody knows, you know, what the alcohol does. It's, oh, yeah. you know, it, you, you start craving it, and uh, it... Uh, I think a, a little dose eases you through to the uh, to the finish. And mm-hmm. believe me, it doesn't happen to me very often anymore. I've, I've gone past those days. And, uh, I think it took me, and nobody believes this, but uh, my uh, staff and and my some of my better or some of the regular customers, not better, or just regulars, will know that I, I don't drink in here very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it took me probably two months to have my first drink, other than the first day I had the place. Mm-hmm. So it's. Uh, it's I don't know it's just my work environment and but I, I I've eased up a little bit and also I have to drive home so yeah you yeah. know that's not a good thing either so if I do have a beverage here it's usually earlier mm. so also not burning through your own inventories oh yeah <laughs> no <laughs> no we're pretty good on that actually uh, I've had some Bloody Marys here you guys have probably like top oh, thanks. three yeah. I've ever had thank you like, appreciate it amazing yeah. yeah we try and put some of the freshness into it mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's just not a straight bottle recipe yeah uh, we'll add some freshness to it. Yeah, you guys so. don't put a little bit of zing zang and some vodka and call it good. Oh no, tell no, you. it was fresh horsey. <laughs> we got some uh, uh, some garden goods going in it, and uh, yeah, we try and do. I always squeeze a little fresh citrus in it too. Yep. 
so nothing well, against people that do right do now. that. Uh, I like Frank's in it, but I've got I've got the Tabasco okay. on the shelf as oh, well. Yeah. I think a little Frank's isn't quite as just heat. Frank's mm-hmm. adds flavor, mm-hmm. and I also put uh, Worcestershire in it. I think uh, Worcestershire sauce adds a nice uh, flavor to it. That's what my dad does. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Shake them up and, and go for it. Yeah. No, I feel bad for sure. Yeah, yeah, Bloody Marys are definitely one of my go-tos. And actually, mm-hmm. I started drinking them because one of my friends was like, oh, have one here. And I'm like, all right. So I had one. I think Mike made me my first one ever. Yeah. And I had it. And I'm like, that's good. And I was hooked since then. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you got to appreciate the staff. I mean, mm-hmm. for sure. our staff here, it's really a... Uh, a well-trained group and not trained by me everybody was like they're you know they did their they did good at what they did and we've put them all together mm-hmm. so every and everybody has their own strengths and weaknesses which is good too we're definitely not a cookie cutter staff I mean you can see everybody here and there's every diversity we could have here and I love it I mean oh, yeah. we haven't had a bar person turnover in almost a year mm-hmm. and I really I hope they like it that much that's what you want to believe you know what I mean mm-hmm. Uh, but I know that, you know, uh, if my clients, if our crowd doesn't like the staff, you're, it's, it's over, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, because you're not always in here with a big bunch of people. Sometimes you're just, you know, up there, two of you with uh, one of our bartenders and having a chat, you know, so. Yeah, actually, last night it was just me and Drew in here yeah. and Mike. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, that is definitely one of the things I think people would go here for because, you know, whether it's 10 people or, yeah. you know, 50, we mm-hmm. everybody pretty much knows all the bartenders, yeah. you know, which is really yeah. awesome. Yeah, and like I say, it's uh, it, it's really a cool, eclectic group, so. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was just going to say, Pedialyte, you know, it's my hangover cure, but... Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, is that what's new out there? I mean, uh, I can't ever say I did that. Pedialyte? It's not uh, good, though. No? Uh, really? I mean, it I works, think, but it's not good. No, I disagree. <laughs> I think it's definitely palatable. Yeah. This is making it sound like it's like Robitussin oh, it's, or something. It's not that bad. I just rather have Bloody Mary, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's a question. Yeah. Is sure. the puke and rally thing a real thing? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. I don't do it personally, but yeah, a lot of people do. do I. I. <laughs> oh, my God. It was like... I heard this and I was like, "You got to be shitting me!" I was like, "Really? You really want to have more now?" Oh God! It's it's definitely a big thing. I mean, we won't let it happen here, but you yeah. know, if somebody's sick, you're gone. I mean, you shouldn't be that. We should, you know, you can't be serving people that are no. that way. But some people hide it well, and you know. Yeah, yeah. Peter, I think definitely yeah. isn't for like a bar scene. Yeah. It's, like tail the tailgate scene. Yeah, like yeah. tailgate. <laughs> maybe maybe like it's like a Halloween party or yeah. something, and like you start early. Yeah. But really, I mean, no one goes out to a bar to puke. I always thought yeah. it was a myth, no. you know what I mean? But yeah. it's a real thing, huh? All right. These young I kids are crazy, man. Yeah. Tide pods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen to the sage old man here. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, that's definitely a tailgate thing. And mm-hmm. do you notice, like, on Saturdays, people come in before or after the game? Like, uh, oh, a, man. It, we're after the game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, after or during? So, oh, mm-hmm. great story. Like, one of my first real, uh, like, uh-oh moments in the in the bar was when the University of Miami came to town. And we knew we were going to be kind of busy, mm-hmm. but the game turned out to be a kind of a blowout. Uh, Miami it was a good. It was a good first half. Didn't yeah, they? I remember. Watching Are you talking about the first year? Well, no. okay, when they came here. Yes, when they, when they came here. Yeah, okay, no, yeah. when when the Rockets went down there, they it did a, a nice game. job. That was yeah. a great game. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Miami put up some points quick. A I lot of people that. left the game, and we got steamrolled, and we weren't ready for it. Yeah. So I had all hands put out there. I didn't have security force in. You know what I mean? Yeah. That early, people just started marching down here by about two o'clock or whatever, <laughs> and uh, it was just overwhelming at that point and uh, 
we actually just had to shut the door and you hate doing that you know what i mean but it's we weren't ready for it oh yeah but we've been ready ever since so, yeah, I mean, oh, you can go if you want. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, yeah, the Miami game, there was probably, you know, 40,000 people here. It was insane. Actually, when yeah. I was in Miami, I took an Uber, and the guy went to University of Miami, and he yeah. said he came here for the game, and oh, really? so did a lot of his friends, which I was really surprised about, yeah. but I was just noticing, like, there was a lot of people from Miami here, and everybody from Toledo, so, yeah. you know, it was one of the most packs I've ever yeah. seen this campus. Yeah. So, that's wild. No, yeah. what I was going to say, like, a little... A little insight into the fraternity life. Me and Joey were in the same fraternity. Right. There's one thing from like the Greek life. We always, if it's a noon kickoff, we're in the parking lot starting to drink 8, 9 a.m. Oh, yeah. So it's really common that people leave the game at halftime. Like yeah. I usually do myself. Yeah. Just because, especially like the uh, first couple games when it's hot outside, you're like, all right, I had enough of this. I'll, I'm drunk. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'll leave if it's a blowout either way, you know. Yeah. If it's a good game, I usually stay. But like he said, you know, I don't start that early. I'm not that wild. But if it's a noon game, I'll start at like yeah. 10 and then, you know, leave at halftime if it's a blowout either way. <laughs> so. so when I opened the bar also, when I took over, I should say not open, um, I tried Saturdays at noon because I figured, oh, hell, everybody's going to come down and watch, you know, some NCAA football. Yeah. No, not so much. I mean, people are kind of recovering from Fridays or like you said, you're going to tailgate if it's game day here. Mm -hmm. So we just pushed it to three o'clock now. And it's just, you know, I, I want to be consistent with our hours and days. But like I said, there's, you know, more of the learning experience. You want to try things you think work well, but, uh, you know, make adjustments and go along. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Right. Any other like, adjustments you've made to the bar or the schedule? Since yeah, we ca we uh, we changed closing time actually. Oh. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't like it in the beginning, but I moved last call to 1:30, and I think it's better for everybody. I really do. I mean, if if you're really dead set on closing down a bar late, I guess maybe you know another location. But I just don't feel that that extra half hour benefits anybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Let's say the business is there, you know, people are here, we could rack up some more sales. But I just think, you know, the, the later you go, maybe not as much good happens. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we uh, we moved last call to 1.30 now and everybody's out the door by two. That's So that's unless you're waiting for yeah. your Uber or whatever, we let yeah. people wait inside here till they come. And, yeah. Uh, I actually know a couple of bars that they push theirs back to 2.30, mm -hmm. not to serve more, but just so yep. they can get their last call in at like 1.50 oh, yeah. and then, you know, yeah. whatever. And then yeah. open till 2.30. Oh, but yeah. that's nothing like, good that's ever like happens Jimmy's. Oh, no, man. <laughs> the later you go, yeah, the... The yeah. you know, the less think, chance of something. I think good that's happening. a quote, isn't it? Nothing good happens after two. Something oh, absolutely. Like that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, it, it seems to work well. You know what I mean? So I, it, we'll probably leave it right there, whereas it is. I think yeah. that's fair for everyone. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, honestly, especially if like the inside's still open and you can mm -hmm. wait for your Uber or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'd never shove anybody out to the cold or the rain or anything. <laughs> so, but. Right. Especially during the school season when it's cold, you know, 80% yeah. of the year for school, you know. For sure. Which for sure. that sucks. Yep, that was that was kind of uh, uh, an adjustment that I took some pushback for, but uh, I think it's all good now. I've, I've been here a lot. I feel like I've never really had an issue with it because, you know, you really should be leaving the bar around 2 anyways. I mean, yeah. You don't need to stay till 2.33. There's really no point in it, you know? Yeah. If, especially, you know, you've been here since 10, yeah. whatever. You got your time in. You got your fun in. Yep, that's exactly right. Should we switch to some of the uh, off-topic and uh, fun questions that's, I was now? just looking at Man, some wherever you want to go, let's go. Some, like, I'm in. I like it. Yeah. random questions. So That's cool. One of the reoccurring ones that we always seem to get a good answer for yeah. is, like, a ghost or, like, paranormal story. Maybe not in this bar, mm -hmm. but I don't know. In your life, you got any good ones? Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> right off the bat, yes. Okay. So... I was living with a buddy of mine. We took this apartment. It was a half a duplex. 
and we were in Oyster Bay, New York. That's where I was living. I was commuting into the city. I was working, and, and you're going to all think we're crazy, okay? But water would run at night. And the faucet in the kitchen would run at night. And we were like, what in the hell? You go down, and the water's running. What the, what's going on here? We turn it off, had plumbers look at it. Nobody, nobody solved the damn thing, okay? There was no, and we asked the owner, and uh, he just kind of chuckled at us, and he says, hey, you know what? There might be ghosts. And I was like, come on, Mr. Lavery. He goes, he just shook his head. The guy was, I mean, it was like, oh, man. So that was, uh, that was my only uh, 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 encounter with that, so. That's pretty wild. But yo, it's crazy, man. We just we would look at each other, going, "No, not this again, please, no." You know, and you'd creep downstairs. Just, you don't want to see anything, or you know, you'd be ready with a bat to somebody in our house. You know what I mean? And it was like the water turned on. I was like, "Oh my god, we never solved it." I feel so, like there's always, you know, those yeah. one or two ghost-like stories that happen yeah. in your life. You're like, ghosts actually might be real because I've man. I've seen a few things too. Yeah. You're just like, it's hard to justify it any other way, you know? I just, <laughs> I'm like. God, is, is this really happening? And, is, and it did. And was it an older place or anything? Oh yeah, it was a real old place, but it was really cool. It was a really neat, big duplex. And the owners lived in the one side, and my buddy and I had the other side. And gotcha. and we never solved it. <laughs> That's all right. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll share mine. So we live down the street here on Winters. You know, most yeah. of these houses are pretty old. So me and my roommate Evan, we had lived across the street from the house we currently live at, literally across the street. So this was last year and we didn't even realize that like our mirror in our bathroom, it was a medicine cabinet. We didn't, right. we didn't realize it even opened. Yep. So one night I wasn't home. Evan walked by, he walked by the bathroom and he saw it was wide open. And he, he like called me, he's like, yo, you've been at our house. Like, I didn't realize like we have a medicine cabinet. And I was like, what are you talking about? We don't. So we never figured that out. Maybe someone was in our house, but right. that was one of those things we'd never solved. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. I, I have a pretty crazy one, actually. <laughs> um, so my grandma's always been like big into like paranormal stuff like sure. that. And um, her and my mom and some of her friends are actually doing the Ouija board. Yeah. She was probably about 10, her younger sister was four. And um, they were doing the Ouija board in the attic. And the Ouija board told them their house would burn down. Two weeks later, my aunt got called in the bathroom and a candle, she accidentally hit a candle into the trash can and then just ran out and their house actually oh, burned down. Oh, like, I don't know if it's just coincidence, but yeah. that's the craziest thing. <laughs> you make the call. Yeah. I've ever heard. Like I said, it could be coincidence or... Right. Uh, I'm looking over at Joe right now. Four, four dudes' house just burned down. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally right there. Yep. Yeah. I, went, I walked over and looked at it. Yeah. That was rough. Surprise Brandon's house is still standing, honestly. Oh, man. That's right. I mean, you can, yeah, feet away. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So uh, we'll go with this next one. What is your dream car? Oh, that's pretty easy. Uh, it's the uh, Porsche 911 Carrera 4S. Yeah, uh, it's just so traditional sports car. I actually owned a 944 in my day, which isn't on the same planet as the 911s. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it had its pluses and minuses in its day. But it just taught me a lot about you know what sports cars really were, mm -hmm. design, and that 911 is timeless. I mean, you know, from the 60s through now, it has that same basic shape, mm -hmm. and you know, it's just it's just this road hugging powerful, glove-like, uh, you know, just piece of machinery. 
And uh, yeah, if I have my shot at it, that's what it's going to be. I mean, that's always been my dream car. How about you guys? Um, 1967 uh, Ford Shelby Mustang. Oh, GT. muscle, yeah. All right. Yeah. Muscle. Just, yeah. I saw it on. Was it Gone with the Wind like yeah. 10 years ago? And I've just been in love with this. Yeah. It's the gray with the black racing stripe. Oh, yeah. Yep. Very cool. <laughs> For me, like 84 Buick. No, I don't uh, know. I've, I've, never, I've, never, I've never really put thought to it. Cadillac sedan de Ville, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 84, no. I don't know. With all these like Teslas and shit coming yeah. out, like I yeah. think that's going to be the new wave. I definitely, yeah. It'd be pretty cool to like have a car that can almost drive itself. Tesla Roadster. Too electronic for me, man. I, I want I want to feel this thing. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah. that's uh, Porsche's specialty. Yeah. So. The way I look at it, though, is you know how much time you spend driving and stuff? These are our, These are our business partners. That's, cool. that's my roommate, Evan. And then that's our friend. Hey, man. Nice to meet you. Nice how are you? Me too, man. How are you guys doing? Yep. What's going on? Hey, how are you? We're finishing yeah. up some yep. of the Andy, how you doing? questions. Nice to meet you. you too. But uh, yeah, I think that's got to be the new wave. And just how much time do you spend driving, right? And like, give you a car that's almost fully automated. And it's yeah. going to get to the point where they can drive themselves. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's just time I could be like reading a book or doing homework or, yeah. you know, whatever. Yep. So, I drive a pickup now, and I love my pickup. It's uh, the Toyota Tacoma. Great little car. Great truck. Yep. Solid as hell. That's yeah. what Eli has, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a nice car for sure. Yeah. And uh well, yeah, having a pickup truck, are you like that guy? Your friends call you like, oh we gotta move a bed, like you know. Uh no, because it's not full size luckily. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it's uh it's a small one, so I don't have to move furniture or okay. <laughs> too much stuff around, yeah. Nice. It's yeah. definitely the biggest upside to having a truck is you can move, move all stuff. your own shit. Yeah. yeah. All right, well I think we're about to wrap up here. Um I don't know if you have any That's questions it? for us. Yeah. Man. Come on, let's check out these. Some I was gonna say, I want, I want to hey, say a few more. I like these off-topic stuff. I, yeah, yeah. I take no from your customers. Oh start. no, you cover some of them. No, so. I want to come in. I was gonna say like thrill seeking. Yeah. Thrill seeking. I was, I was about right. to ask that one. So. Okay, right. I'm not a thrill seeker. Okay, what's, for me, thrill seeking is speed. Uh, and again, it goes with the car thing. Yeah. So I've always wanted to sit in a non-governed indie car. You know what oh, I mean? I want to yeah. feel to go 220 with your ass six inches off the ground. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of my thrill i don't do bungee i don't uh, parachute skydiving no man oh. that's, i would never jump out of a perfectly good airplane so yeah <laughs> hey my first time ever actually in an airplane i jumped out of one oh, so God. fun fact oh, that's crazy yeah so. i was like i was just i didn't i've never been to an airplane so i didn't really know yeah. and then they just time to jump the edge and then yeah. time to jump so, all right yeah but oh, um parachute. So you have you ever been like snowmobiling anything like oh, that? Absolutely, yeah. Get snowmobiles are fun. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Had one out at the farm. Oh, they were fun. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah, you can get rocking on those suckers. They're quick. Oh yeah, I tried telling him. I'm like, my our snowmobiles go 160. He's like, no way. I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah. If I didn't you, believe him. If you soup them up, they go 160, oh, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, so what was the last thing you ate? Uh, today. The last thing I ate, let me review. Uh, oh, it was leftover chicken, that's right. <laughs> Fried, baked? <laughs> no, uh, just a leftover baked, yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. stuffed in my mouth and ran out the door today. That was it. After about three cups of coffee, so. Oh, yeah? Big so, on the caffeine? Huh? Big on the caffeine? Oh, yeah. If I don't have it by noon, I get the headache, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those. Do you dabble in, like, energy drinks or anything like that, or? No, not regularly. Huh? Okay. Once in a while, I will, so, but not, it's not a regular thing. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely the opposite. I don't really drink coffee too much, but uh, one like Bang or Monster yeah. or something, I'm, I'm yeah. wired for the day. Right on. So. I'm in between. I drink anything that has caffeine in it. <laughs> so, cool. all right, so we'll uh, end it with this one. Cool, Where's uh, one place you'd like to go in the near, near future? Oh, another pretty easy one. Um, I've never been west of Las Vegas, so I'd like to hit the uh, California coast, Absolutely. you know, fly in maybe to L.A., take the coast run, and a nice 911 and hit the uh, wine country. That's easy, yeah, that's a, definitely a bucket trip. Nice. Yeah, I mean, there's some of the best restaurants in the world out that way, and uh, oh, yeah. I've never seen uh, the West Coast, never seen the Pacific, so I think uh, that's one of them. Yeah, you definitely got to get out there, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, my dad yeah. was just in Cali for the past month, and he will not stop talking about this sushi. He's like, it's better yeah. than everywhere. It's, oh, I believe it. It's just the best believe ever. It. You got to have it. Yeah. You got to have it. I'm like, oh, take me to Cali then. Yeah, you know? man. Oh, I love sushi, too. Oh, God. That's, uh, that'll be great. Yeah. So, yep. All right, we'll wrap it up there. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for yeah. No, I appreciate show. it. Thanks yeah. very much. Yeah. Uh, any, like, socials, or where, where can they find you? Anything you want to plug? Oh, you know, on our, our standard stuff, Instagram, Facebook, and... Is uh, it uh, Jake Saloon? Yeah, what I, you know what? It's I'll at Jake Saloon 419. That's it, 419. Okay. See, <laughs> at least my customers know. <laughs> Dumbass owner doesn't know, but uh, yeah, the customers know. I appreciate that. Cool. But yeah, we're on all three big ones. So Thank you for your time. Yeah, no, no, thanks, guys. Thank you. Yep. Cool. Sweet. Oh, nice.